Okay. <laughs> but like, it should be like really sarcastic, because it's not. John Kraft sing our theme song. Ooh. <laughs> oh no, probably not that song. <laughs> what are we gonna talk about? I don't know. What should we talk about? I don't know. I feel on the spot now. I don't know. This makes me. This makes me really uncomfortable. What is the state of politics at Ball State? Politics at Ball State. <laughs> Jack Hesser. <laughs> That's all I know. <laughs> yeah. Um. Our president resigned. That sucks. That's a thing. I read online, and by online I mean Facebook, but that cost us $600,000. Yeah. <laughs> We're off to a good start. <laughs> well, it is. Their iPod is messed up. If they're listening to me and Aisha, they should probably be doing something else with they their life. They should probably set their iPods on fire. Okay. What do you guys want to hear us talk about other than politics? Think outside of politics. What? From the studio audience, what would you like us to talk about? What does that even mean? It's a dating service for Jewish people. J date. Talk about modern romance. Talk about Tinder. Talk about how people meet. How do people meet? Me and Aisha don't really know anything about yeah, relationships. We know nothing about relationships. We've never really been in them. No, not really. They don't yeah. seem like it. I've heard. I've heard they're. I've heard they could be decent, but I think there's. I don't need that. I don't need another person to feel fulfilled. That is so mature, Alan. <laughs> I just like my alone time. <laughs> I just want to spend time with me and my friends. I don't want to have to commit. I just want to spend time with me, myself, and I. <laughs> so true. I so com- true. I want to commit to myself. <laughs> Alan, this was a bad idea. This is a great idea. The best idea. The best. The best idea was that BuzzFeed quiz that you made. All right, discuss your BuzzFeed answer. Okay. I got Nate or Nathan. I don't really know why. Um... I don't really know Nathan, so I don't know if we're similar or not. I really wanted Austin because Austin is so nice and so great. But you um, didn't get Austin because you're not so nice. Yeah, you're not wrong. Um, or I wanted Eddie because Eddie's really fun. It's true. But I'm I... also not fun. So. Oh, well, it happens to the best of us. The best of us. I got Toby. Yeah, because we, we were roommates once. That was, that was pretty cool. And then... And then we weren't anymore. And, but oh well. But me and Toby, we're, we both love Taylor Swift a lot. She's just so great. That was a really cool story, Alan. Thanks. I try really, really hard. It shows. Thanks. Alan, what did you do this week? What was the most exciting part of your week? Um, Today was the most exciting part of my week. Because today, today was my 21st birthday. Oh, yeah. Drank. <laughs> yup. <laughs> what? I feel like the most exciting part of your day was seeing me all day. But that's so true. I saw you. I saw you multiple times today. It yeah. Made for a great day. You're welcome. We got lunch and dinner together today. You're welcome. All the food I ate today, you were there for it. That sounds like it should be a song. Matt, can you write that? Wow. Oh, okay. Thanks. 
Netflix. <laughs> Sounds awful. <laughs> Do you know what, Aisha? I don't need your negativity in my life. I'm sorry. It's kind of what I do. It's okay. I'm a downer. I love you just the same. Thank you. You're like In a platonic Jesus. way. Right. I appreciate it. The other day I was talking to Zane and he did not understand what platonic love was. <laughs> and he thought it was like legit dating relationships. And he was like really worried. He was like, I think this person likes me in a platonic way. Or like I'm going to some platonic Valentine's Day party. And he was like, I don't know what that means. And I was like, it means friendship, Zane. And he did not understand. Platonic love is really it's really the best type of love. Yeah. Yeah, or the love that Jesus gives us, Alan. That's true. That is a great love. We should be on K-Love. <laughs> um, Zane also did not know who Bill Gates was, and I thought that was really funny. Who's, who's Bill Gates? Never heard of him. I bet. He thought, and I'm going to go with this, that this is actually who Bill Gates is. Pretty sure he thought that he was like the president of the United States. <laughs> I mean, he kind of is. Essentially, I mean, Bill Gates, Bill Clinton, same thing. Yeah, yeah. really. Microsoft, all good things. <laughs> yeah. Alan, who are you voting for in the upcoming presidential election? I am voting for Marco Rubio. Yeah, why? Yeah. Because he is really cool. He... He's, he's he's pretty conservative but at the same time he he doesn't want to upset people he's 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 a kind conservative just like me i'm kind and i'm a conservative <laughs> that's the funniest thing i've heard today <laughs> one of those things may or may not be false um yeah marco rubio the only and really good impression i have of marco rubio was back during the presidential election of 2012 um during the vice presidential debate he was like a commentator at the end he, he made comments about it and there was this really awkward part where he reached to get a drink of water but he didn't realize that it was too far away and then he like leaned out of the frame but then had to lean even further and it was just awkward and then he had to take a drink of water and I think it became an internet meme. What's a meme? A meme is my life source. Alan. Okay. Okay. I yeah. thought that was pronounced May May. Mm, yeah, actually it is. But oh. I was trying to be sensitive to our listeners. Ah, thank you. Yeah. I know that Matt has sensitive ears. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. Um, earlier today, I was explaining to Alan the Crave That Mineral <laughs> meme. Um people on tumblr know it it's really great what's what's tumblr um tumblr i've never heard of that before it's a social media website where people go to blog but really what they just do is reblog memes uh i thought people used it to post pictures of their cats well matt does only winston.tumblr.com again that's only winston <laughs> W-I-N-S-T-O-N dot Tumblr dot com. And there's no E in Tumblr. That's a, yeah, that's a promotion for our friend Matt and his Tumblr. So, yeah, go to that. Or Aisha here has a Tumblr that's wanderingidealism.tumblr.com. That's also pretty rad. Yeah. 
I think that the most quality thing that has been on my Tumblr in a while was probably this picture of donuts that I just retweeted. Or, I mean, reblogged. Or a couple weeks ago, I reblogged this thing that was like this chick in a ton of bubbles. Like you could barely see her face in a bathtub. And the bubbles were like coming out of the tub. And it was like... You're it was so like, excited about this. No, it's so funny. It was like five minutes into Lush and Chill and she gave me that look. Like I <laughs> died. I'm still talking about it. And this was like over Christmas break. Wow. I wish I had things that impacted me that much from the internet. I know. My life is run by the internet. Let's be completely honest. My life is also run by the internet. It's okay. That's good. I have a mild addiction to BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed? Fun fact. It's not even a quality website. That was such a quality website. When you have people posting quizzes like, what member of Penelope Eileen St. Clair are you? That's the only quality part of that website. No. Good comment back. There's so many quality things on BuzzFeed. You don't even know. Like what? Well, let me tell you. I will look it up on my phone and tell you some of the cool things that are currently on the BuzzFeed. Mm, I doubt it. Like, look at this. 17 celebrity Instagrams you need to see this week. I don't even care about celebrities. Why do I care about their lives? Ooh, how about this? This is for both of us. 22 really funny Harry Potter Tumblr posts that you probably haven't seen. Oh, look at that. It's on Tumblr. I've already seen it. 17 easy steps. Oh, just kidding. We don't need to wow our lovers. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> 23. Nope. I don't care about Valentine's Day. Um, I do. Hello. Okay. 23 Valentine's Day gifts from the literal no, bleeding heart. No, I don't heart. care. Oh. What's the best all-natural beauty product you've ever used? I care about my beauty products, and it's important to me that they be all-natural. The best beauty product I've ever used that's all-natural is the toothpaste that I made myself. Oh, very nice. I made yeah. my own perfume one time at late night. You made your own perfume? Yeah. Did you use it? Yeah. Do you use it for yourself? Once or twice. I like that. Breaking gender norms. You exactly. go, Alan. I like exactly. that. Yeah. Yeah. So, Alan, do you, don't you have any questions for me? Uh, yeah. What? Are you looking on BuzzFeed right now? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Okay. Um. Hey. Yeah. Hey. What? Hey. Alan, this is annoying. <laughs> And that is our relationship in a nutshell. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of questions to ask you. Alan, what was your favorite birthday experience from the past 21 years of your life? Well, when I turned 15. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so many years ago. (laughs) So long ago. That's six years ago. I had a bunch of my friends over and we built snow forts in my backyard and had a snowfall ball fight and it was awesome. Oh, friendship. That's so cute. It was so cute. Aisha, I hear your birthday's coming up soon. One could say so if I had a birthday. You, you mean you don't have a birthday? No. See, last year I turned 200. So I decided that I don't want any more birthdays. Oh, that's understandable. Because I've heard that women don't like to age past 200. 
Why not? I don't know. I think it is has there, something is to there, do with just some sort of societal stigma. Yeah, it really uh, is. Well, maybe you should work to overcome that, Aisha. No, I've heard that in society, if you're a woman, you only matter if you're under the age of 200. So I think I'll stick with it. So you're just going to conform to societal's norms, even though you don't appreciate them? Absolutely. You know, I just appreciate anarchy for myself and thinking of anarchy, ah. but not actually living it out. So you like to say things, but not actually do them? Yeah, that sounds like me. So you struggle with follow through. Yeah. Uh, do, are we going to work on that now? I mean, we can. I think we should. How? Well, the first thing that I want you to do is... <laughs> I don't like where this is going. Do you know where it's going? No, but I'm worried. Oh. I'm glad we're in the same boat. Um, the first thing you should do to work on follow-through is... To have a birthday this year. Why? Because if you choose not to have a birthday, you are just allowing the societal stigma to continue that women should not age past 200. Women should be able to be however old they want to be and not have that matter at all. This sounds like... We need to break down these uh, gender stereotypes. I really like the way that you formatted that argument because it sounded like formal logic... Which was very philosophical of you, Alan. Thanks. I try real hard. I bet. I bet. So. <clears throat> so. Will you be having a birthday this year? We'll see. Okay. <laughs> Keep us posted. For sure. Check my Twitter at Yesha, Y-E-S-H-A, <laughs> underscore girl with a U. Man, you're so cool. I wish I could be as cool as you, Aisha. You know what? I'm sure a lot of people do, but I'm sure even more people don't. So It's kind of sad for them. They must just not know you. Because I think everyone that knows you wants to be like you, Aisha. I'm going to have to say nah. Oh, I'm sorry. I feel secure. That's good. Yeah, so what should we talk about next, Alan? We should talk about animals. What's your favorite animal, Aisha? Oh my gosh, how do you pick? <laughs> They're all so cute. Um, cows are so cute and dogs. Elephants are so smart and pigs are so smart and cute. And tasty. No, just cute and smart. And tasty. No. Nope. You keep on forgetting tasty, like bacon. What's better than a nice crispy piece of bacon, Aisha? Um, I'm going to say the health of the environment is better than nice, tasty bacon. Um, how does the health of the environment help me personally? The bacon helps me personally. Yeah, that is a really anthropocentric view. First of all, the world doesn't revolve around you or humans for that matter. But we are living in the Anthropocene. This age is ours to change the environment for how we want it to be. I want you to just think about what you just said for a minute. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I can actually tell you about that, Alan. Uh, well, the environment is dying, in case you haven't heard. Um, I, think it's, and I think that's crap. No. The, the earth is just as good as it's always been. See, this is where you're showing you're Republican. Aisha? 
I don't need your crap right now. I'm sure. Happy birthday. Thanks. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's not crap. The environment is actually dying. Um, but it doesn't matter. Even if you don't believe that, the fact of the matter is, is that the world population is growing every single day and there will not be enough food for everyone to eat. There still isn't right now. Is there not enough food or is it just not well distributed? Um, well, there probably could be enough food if we didn't eat so much meat, honestly. Most soybeans are grown just to feed livestock. Really? Yeah, it's a that's, fact. That's interesting. They're tearing down the rainforest to grow soybeans. Do you know that there's a word for when you tear down the forest to clear it for farmland? Do you know that there's a word for that? What word is it, Alan? To assart. You assart that land. Yeah, asserted. <laughs> learn that learn that in one of my history classes. You're a nerd. If that's not a word you use every day, you're not living life right. I'll start using it more. Thank you, Alan. Because you never know when you're just going to go out and assart some land. I just want to assart all the land. Well, actually, you don't because you want to preserve the rainforest. I want to assart all the land so we can grow more soybeans to feed our cows and our pigs so we can have more tasty beef and more tasty bacon. Yeah, uh, that sounds great, Alan. Thanks. It's a dream of mine that everyone in the world can have bacon. That I think I puked a little bit just now. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. If I puke, it'll be on your bed. So you're welcome. Oh. Well, don't puke. If you're going to puke, go do it somewhere else, please. There's a bathroom downstairs. I actually think puking's really funny. Like, Really? Yeah. Tell us more. I don't know why. I think it's just something about the noise. Like, It's just hilarious <laughs> to me. This <laughs> is such a funny noise. Um, over the summer when I was hiking uh, FHO, I... What's FHO? It's three mountain ranges, Flat Top, Hallett, and Otis. Three ranges? Well, three whole ranges? Sorry. That's a lot three... of mountains, Aisha. <laughs> Sometimes I get things wrong, Alan. It's okay. Don't we all? Don't three we all? Three mountains in one range of mountains. And while I was hiking it, at like five in the morning... I puked like three times on flat top and it was literally the funniest thing ever. Like we just stopped the group that I was with stopped for a minute and I was like not feeling well. I have weird medical issues, but I was not (laughs) true. Um, I was not feeling well and we stopped for a little bit and I was like, guys, I think I'm going to puke. And then I walked over and puked, and then I sat there for a minute and said, nope, I'm going to puke again, puked a second time, and then was like, I'm good, let's keep going. And Caleb Drahe was amazed. It's really hard to impress 17-year-old boys. Yeah, I've tried. Not not with success. <laughs> you sounded really creepy, Alan. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, well. I don't try to impress 17-year-old boys. I just want to be clear about that. Neither do I. It was a joke. Oh, okay. I don't get those. I'm sorry. I'll try to keep it more on your level. Okay, thank you. I, uh, sometimes I need things brought down to my level. So, thanks. No problem. How long is this going to be? I don't know. We'll just keep talking until we run out of things to talk about. What do you want to talk about? 
You never really answered what your favorite animal was. You talked about how. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I get distracted because all animals are just so great. That's true. My um, favorite animal is the manatee. What do you? How do you feel about manatees? Man, well, they're an animal, so. Well, yeah, they're great. And they're they're sea cows, so they're like cows, mixed with fish. I really like cows. They're just so cute. But not as cute as manatees. Okay, they're the, both cute. They're both. But cute. manatees are way more playful than cows are. Like you can't go and like play with a cow. Do you often go play with manatees? I did once. Tell us more. Well. You see, I was down in Florida, and we were canoeing, and on this river we were canoeing in, there were manatees out in the wild, which if you've ever seen manatees in the zoo, they look really bored, and like, they hate being there. That's not what manatees are really like. That's just because they're in captivity. But out in the wild, manatees are just these really fun creatures who just play with each other, and will come up to your canoe and just have all sorts of fun with you. Like, manatees are so great. I feel like manatees are like a metaphor for your life, Alan. Really? Yeah. Why do you think that? I don't know. I just feel like maybe sometimes you feel freer than other times. Ah. I don't that, know. I don't know. Sometimes I feel trapped by society. Yeah. But when I'm let free, I'm just a fun, playful, and carefree person. Perhaps. You know me so well, Aisha. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I do, Alan. I think you do. I don't know if we'll ever understand each other fully. Mostly because you're a Republican, and I'm nowhere on the political scale. Well, alas. Maybe if you were a libertarian, we would understand each other a little bit better. But, eh, I don't like them. Okay. I don't like a lot of people, though, so that's okay. <laughs> I really like people in theory. That's so true, but in practice? It's hard. Especially children. Children are the I... absolute worst. I really like children, though. I cannot stand I don't children. say that word around you, though, because I know that you don't like Thanks. it. Thanks. Thank you. You're welcome. I, 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 really do, I really don't like children. I like to refer to it as the C word. You like to refer to it meaning children. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was word. referring to it as in the word children, oh. not as in the concept children. It. It, the word. Okay. Which Good is talk. the C word. Anyway... My favorite animal is a dog. I love dogs. What kind of dog? Um, I don't... Well, that's not true. I really like just big dogs. Like like Golden Labs? Yeah. Like Wyatt, Wyatt the Golden Lab? Yeah, like Wyatt for president, BSU. Yeah, like it, like it on Facebook. President Wyatt for Ball State. There are a lot of endorsements in this. We were sponsored. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we weren't. We don't. We don't. Sell Just kidding. Out. We're, we're not beholden to anyone. We don't. Sell we are out. beholden to ourselves Heck, and to no one else. Yes, Except we are for the Bernie I, Sanders of podcasts. Well, I wouldn't go that far, and we are beholden to Jesus because he saved us. Hashtag feel the burn. <laughs> Hashtag Jesus. Hashtag Jesus. Hashtag Marco Mentum. Anyway. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I like dogs. I had like a dog that was like a golden retriever and a Welsh corgi mixed together. His oh, name was Max. Corgis are so cute. Yeah, like Maddie. Yeah, Maddie. I love Maddie. Oh my god, Don't, so yeah, cute. She is so awesome. Remember when Maddie was Bay, and then we kind of just forgot about her. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Maddie. It's kind of like me with real relationships. Oh. Like they were Bay, but then I forgot about them. Really? Does that happen to you? 
No. Yeah, that's what I thought. Because I don't have Bay in the first place. That's if okay. I had Bay, that might happen. Will you still love me when I'm no longer Bay? Just kidding. Like, that wasn't directed towards you. Just society in general. Because <laughs> we're not Bay. Aisha and I are not Bay. Let's be very clear about that. We are just platonic friends who happen to do a podcast together. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I don't think we can be Bay if I'm engaged, fakely, even. That's fair. Is fakely a word? In a fake manner? You're yeah. engaged in a fake manner. I like fakely better. Fakely! Of course you do. Like made-up words for your made-up major. Uh, yeah, I do. I really enjoy my made-up major. People often treat my major as a joke, which is fine, but also it's a cool major. So. Would you like fries with that major? No, I would not like fries with that major. Because that's what you're going to be doing with that degree. No, that's not true. That's not true at all. It's funny because uh, I'm pretty sure that I told you about how my history teacher in high school made that joke to me. And then now you just tried to use his joke on me again. Exactly, because I want to be a history professor. So I'm taking my inspiration from other notable history educators. Yeah, but see, he was funny. Oh, and I'm not funny. Ooh, gotcha. Burn. Hashtag feel the burn. Bernie Sanders endorsement. Hashtag Marco Momentum. Marco Rubio is 10 times better than Bernie Sanders. Whatever you say. Um, and not in his mid-70s. That's ageist, Alan. No, I just don't really want my president to die because when you have to change presidents midterm, that's a lot of hassle. Do you remember FDR? He died, Exactly. Alan, and he was great. <laughs> Until he died. That he kind of sucked. No, no. His legacy lives on. Yeah. Whatever you think. Thank you. I like that. Uh, even though I disagree with you, I will let you continue to think what you think and not harass. Uh, just kidding. I will probably harass you. You're for definitely going to harass me. But I. Yeah. Yeah. That's just us. It's who we are. It's who, who I am as are. a person. Yeah. That's okay. I'll be your friend anyway. Thanks. Thanks, mom. <laughs> You're <laughs> not my mom. I'm not. That wasn't the... I don't think there was a joke there. Um. You tried, and that's what matters. Yeah. I feel like we need to talk about something else now. What do you want to talk about? Hmm. John says there shouldn't be dead air, so I'm going to keep talking while you're okay. thinking. Um... I don't know what to talk about. How, how do you feel about sports? Sports. You see, I have a Ball State volleyball poster. Yeah. So here's the thing. I'm going to answer this with a question. A kind of, no, in a kind of unexpected way. So this semester, there is a philosophy class called Philosophy of Sport taught by a really, really cool professor. What's his name? His name is Jeff Fry. I suppose I should have said their name because I didn't know that it was a male professor. Right. But that happens a lot because, you know, the society we live in. But his name is Jeff Fry. He's a really cool dude. He often asks me how my brain is because he's really interested in the human brain. And he knows that I am not. But even though I love this professor so much and he often tries to use slang with me like 
Bye, Felicia's, and peace out. And he's 60 years old. I am still not in that class because that is how I feel about sport. Ah, so you don't even want to learn about the philosophy of sports. I really don't. I have no interest. That's good. At least you 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 stick to what you believe in, and that's what matters. That's it's what not I what their be- your beliefs are, but it is the strength of your conviction. Where did you get that from, Alan? <laughs> kind of pulled it out of my ass. <laughs> I didn't curse first on this, so I'm proud of myself. It was only a matter of time before one of us did, and I wanted to I wanted to break that societal norm as well. Is I'm all about breaking. Norm? Yes, I don't. I'm not in touch with the youths. The Christian youths or youths uh, in general? All of them. That's because youths are terrible because they're part of the C word. Are you? I feel like you, maybe you're not a youths because you're 21 now. Tw- 21. And you're not a youth either because you're 200. Yeah, but, true. So true. Yeah. Youths yeah. are the worst. I don't mind them. I find them entertaining. I find you entertaining. You know what? Thank you. You're welcome. I try really hard, actually. That was a Juno endorsement. Watch Juno. You're not going to get pregnant. But if you do, that's okay. That is okay. There are plenty of services for that. Like First Choice for Women in Muncie. Or you just have a kid. Yeah, that too. And you could put them up for adoption, like in Juno. Yeah, you could do that. There's really, really, you do you. You do you. That's what. That's the message of this podcast: is you do whatever you want to do. My my good friend slash fiance, John Craft. Wait, you're engaged. I am engaged. How exciting! When's the wedding? Never. Never. Yeah. So it's just a perpetual engagement. That's kind of odd. That's how I do it. Just shattering more societal norms. Go you, Aisha. Go you. That sounded so sarcastic. Don't mock me. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. Just kidding. Do do whatever you want. John, I don't care. I don't even care. John often says, you do you, I do me, we all be happy. And then I feel like that's my philosophy for life. And not just because John is my fiance. Uh, so... Do your philosophy professors know that that's your philosophy? I don't know. I really don't know. Perhaps you should discuss your personal philosophy with them and see what they think about it. I think that they just think I'm an existentialist. And I I am. So... So is you do you an existentialist philosophy? Probably. If you try really hard, it could be. Ah. I don't really understand philosophy. That's okay. Maybe one day you will. Or not. I'm not going to explain it to you. Thanks. You're welcome. Yesterday I gave a presentation on existentialism. And let's be honest, it was kind of depressing. Because I was kind of like, nothing matters and you're going to die. It was a a real lifter. I read an existentialist novel once. Yeah, what was it called? The Stranger. By who? Who? Albert Camus. Camus. Nice. Yeah. It was, it was interesting. Yeah. I didn't especially enjoy it. but One time I took a, I think it was a BuzzFeed quiz actually. And it was like. Oh, BuzzFeed? Yeah. You mean that inferior social media as you call it? It is inferior. 
But it is so not inferior. BuzzFeed is the greatest social media out there, except for Facebook. No one cares. Um, but I wow. took the <laughs> I took the quiz, and it was like, which existentialist are you? And I got Camus. So very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. I was about to say not someone else, but then I realized I didn't know another existentialist. Do you know Jean Paul Sartre? No. Do you know Nietzsche? Hey, I've heard of him. He's an existentialist. Cool. Look at that. So you're not Nietzsche. You're Camus. I'm not Nietzsche. Nietzsche actually hates Christianity so much. Nerd. Eh. No comment. Oh, okay. That killed the conversation. We're going to take a break. Pause for commercials. miss us because I, I missed you guys our devoted listeners matt and john they were here the whole time yeah. <laughs> um okay so we were brainstorming <laughs> <laughs> sorry our, our producer our producer's having some issues now that that's over with um we we're trying to come up with topics to talk about and I Googled what topics we should talk about and GlamourSmitten.com came up with That's one a of my list. favorite sites. Yeah, me too. I just love it so much. I am smitten uh, with glamour. I am so smitten. I think you're mocking me. No, I'm not. I'm just mocking the world at large. Okay, so we're going to answer these questions. Okay, Alan, question number one. What's your earliest memory of feeling wonder? Of feeling wonder, man. I I remember. I remember one of the one time I remember feeling wonder was the first time I saw the Rocky Mountains when we were coming out to Colorado when we were driving in towards Denver, and I remember seeing those mountains. I'm like, man, those are some sweet mountains. Those are some good looking mountains. (laughs) Or a single mountain range, not multiple mountain ranges. Oh, multiple mountains. But a single range. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Right. Just making sure you're still up to date on that distinction. Yeah. Thank you for coming down to my level, Alan. I really appreciate no that. No problem. Yeah. So now you're supposed to ask me the question. Okay, Aisha. What is your earliest memory of feeling wonder? Wow. I haven't had much time to think about it. I didn't know that that's what you're going to ask. Um, hold on. I'm just such a spontaneous person. I know. Okay. So I don't know what my earliest memory is well neither did i I just picked one yeah that's a good idea i'm full of those Uh, my earliest memory of feeling wonder was probably the coffee that i made earlier today i thought this is what wonder is man i love coffee (laughs) yes coffee is so good moving on number two this is a really long list but we're going to just go through it really quickly. Number two, what's the bravest thing you've ever done, Alan? Um, One time my house was on fire Ooh. and I had to pull someone out of it. Are you that, for real? No. 
Wow. But it sounded good. What's your time of feeling bravest? Um, my bravest, mm, the bravest thing I've ever done was probably um, working for the YMCA of the Rockies, if we're being completely honest. So you haven't done much, met any brave things? That I feel like that was pretty brave. Okay, moving on. Okay, question number three. This one's good. Okay. Is and it? it's Part of it's like not even true, but... Tell me your most embarrassing story. And this is the part that's not true. I promise not to judge. <laughs> so you're going to judge me. Yeah, for sure. Um, My most embarrassing story. Hmm. Can't be hard. Why don't you go first? Okay. But you have to ask me, what's the question? What's the, what's the question, Alan? What is your most embarrassing story oh okay now that you ask um my most embarrassing story was one time when i was out in colorado i went to denver with my project group this was my first summer in colorado and we were passing out box lunches to homeless people and there was these really big stairs and like half of our project was scared to talk to these homeless people and then the other half was like you only live once. Let's do it. And YOLO. Of course, I was a part of the YOLO group. Naturally. Right. So we're walking up these stairs and I'm thinking to myself, Aisha, don't trip. And, and so and I tripped. Uh, but I almost made it. I got to the last stair and I was so proud of myself. In my head, I was thinking, you did it. You didn't trip. And then I tripped in front of my entire project group and all of these homeless people. But it gets worse. How could this get possibly get worse? Great question. So I decided instead of just getting up and facing the facts, I decided I'm just going to lay here <laughs> on these steps and pretend like I'm dead. <laughs> and so I kept saying over and over again, the ground is my home now. And then I just laid there. And then a homeless woman helps me up. And I was like, here's your box lunch. R.I.P. Aisha. Rip in peace, me. Okay. Now, what's your most embarrassing story? I promise to judge. You promise to judge? I promise. I'm still, I'm really struggling to think of. We'll come back to it. Okay. Oh, that's true. There was this one time when I was out on a hike and this person pushed me down for no reason. And then I had to hike all the way back from this mountain with my hand bleeding and not being able to clean it out from the dirt or anything. And I remember a- that because you stole all of my band-aids, just like you stole all of my Dayquil. And then when I got sick and asked you for my Dayquil, you gave me one pill back and you were like, I need the other one for tomorrow. I don't remember that. I, I think you're making that up. No, it happened. I'm just bitter. I'm sorry. Okay, we're skipping the not next sorry. question. We're skipping it because I don't really know what it means. Um, this one's funny. Where did you go on your very first date? Uh, I went, I was really cool <laughs> and I went to the mall. <laughs> okay. Where'd you go on your first date? Well, I don't know if I've ever been on like an actual date where a boy has said, this is a date actually but i've been on many awkward things where boys pay for me and then kind of afterwards say things like oh i thought we were dating and then i think i have no idea what's happening but that sounds like my life this one time 
I went to a Dayton Phil Youth Orchestra concert and then got Jimmy John's with this guy. It oh, was pretty cool. Pretty cool. It's how, cool. How did it work out? Um, well, we awkwardly dated for a summer and then we both went to college. So Cool. I didn't know that about you. Yeah, I don't talk about my love life often. <laughs> like understandable. To pres- pretend it's non-existent. Moving on. What's the best prank you've ever pulled? Well, there was this one time that me and my good friend, John. Oh, my God. I love him. He's pretty cool. I hear you're engaged. Yes. Make sure to invite me to the wedding. I got an embarrassing story. Oh, my gosh. Okay, John, what's your most embarrassing story? Wait, is this about me or about you? Oh, my gosh. I'm scared. So we have special guest John Kraft in the studio. Uh, <laughs> all right. Is this good? Okay. So mine is from eighth grade. So I used to wear boxers with like a little slit in the front. Um, didn't we all? Yeah, no. yeah. And uh, No, we didn't. No, we didn't. All right. Well, she didn't. My fiance didn't. But one time I was wearing those and I was in a rush to get to school and running late. And I forgot to zip up the front of my jeans um so for the first 20 minutes of junior high i walked around the school completely exposing myself to about 200 people probably and uh i I walked i have a question i have a question yeah when you say exposing yourself like the whole thing oh okay yeah good to know so i did what (laughs) this is a clean podcast yeah it's pg it's implied Anyway, so I walked past teachers and stuff because in junior <laughs> high, you're supposed to have the teachers out there to make sure all the kids get to class on time. And they just, I saw one of them just slap their face and I had no idea what they were doing. So that was odd. So he didn't even warn me that I was showing myself. So luckily I had gym class first period and then I realized that. And ever since then, some of my friends looked at me differently. Yeah. So that's my story. Anyway, Alan, you. Thanks, John. Woo, give it up for John Craft. Yeah. Okay. What's the best prank you've ever pulled? Go. Oh, so I was telling the story about my good friend John Craft when he when he had a story and wanted to interrupt. So my roommate Toby, he was gone, and me and John decided, hey, Joe would be funny. Toby had this collection of coffee ups and we were like, what if we made fake blood and filled the coffee cups? with it that's disgusting and then toby would think there was blood in his coffee cups so it's pretty pretty funny premise so we tried to make fake blood which unfortunately didn't work out because we heard that you could mix gatorade in flour and it would turn into blood it does not it turns into something that looks suspiciously like pepto-bismol but anyways so we had the stuff mixed so we had to do something with it so we put it in the coffee cups and so i was like this is gonna be funny right right and then and then when he discovered it, he spilled it on his laptop. And it wasn't funny. <laughs> Actually, it still was funny. He was less excited about it than me and John were. He did. He said a word that I won't repeat here. But it started with an F. No. So we now don't we use know, that word here. Now we know that that's what that happens. Yeah. So okay. what was the best prank you ever pulled? Yeesha. It's pronounced Yesha. Yesha? Yeah, Yesha. Um Yeisha. I don't okay. I don't know if I'm much of a prankster actually. I don't I probably pull pranks, but I don't really know when or how. The only thing that comes to mind and this is not even really a prank, 
But there was this one time that our good friend Alex Romoser. Hey, like, I know him. Yeah, he's our friend. He posted a status about how his like phone was something. I don't know. But then I like commented 420 because I'm a child. And then I texted him 420 times in like 24 hours or something like that. So wow. that was pretty cool. That is pretty cool. I'm proud of myself. What's our next question? Oh, sorry. I forgot. It's okay. Um, next question. How much money would it take to make you happy, Alan? Ten bucks. That's a great answer. Just kidding. $15. That's how much Chinese, China Express costs. Oh, my God. Good choice. I'm going to go with the same answer because I've heard money doesn't make you happy. But Chinese food makes you happy. Oh, so true. <laughs> Chinese food and friendship, that's all you need. Really? What's your... Okay, and this, friendship is questionable. This is not This is not a question on here, but what's your order at China Express? I get a large chef special of the orange chicken with fried rice. That's and I know choice. you don't eat the chicken, but I mean, it's pretty tasty. Okay. What's your order at China Express? Um, I get General's tofu with fried rice. Ooh. I love tofu. Yeah. Tofu's okay. Okay. This is going to be a good question, and it'll relate to the first half of this podcast. If you could keep any kind of animal as a pet, what would it be, and what would you name it? I would keep... A chimpanzee, or perhaps a bonobo. They're pretty cool. They're like chimpanzees, but more friendly. Ooh, I like it. I, and I wouldn't, this is hard. I don't know what I would name him. Probably Clyde. Clyde. Ooh, I like it. Okay. Clyde, Clyde the bonobo. Okay. Um, same question to you. Same question. Uh, I don't know. I would probably just get a dog, if we're being completely honest. That's That's understandable. What would you name them? I really like the name Thaddeus. So maybe Ooh. I'd name my dog Thaddeus. And then you could call him Thad? Yeah. Or Deus? Deus. Or I'm Addius. Deus. Or Addius. Yeah. Or Addius. Yeah. There's lots of nicknames. Or th- <laughs> Also, Jacob Dines, um, he's a special guest right now in the audience. And I hope that you're keeping sh- track. And Shanae Smith is yeah. here too. I hope you guys are keeping track of these questions because they are great icebreakers for our house church. Okay, great. Okay, so next question. What is the best present you've ever given? The best present I've ever given someone is the gift of my friendship. That was really conceited. (laughs) (laughs) I actually just don't give gifts very often. Oh, okay. Well, Um, Well, actually this one time... This one time, um, um, never mind. I don't have anything. I, I was gonna try to come up with something, and it just it just wasn't happening. So, Aisha, what's the best gift you've ever given? Other than, of course, the gift of your friendship, which is a great gift. I'm eternally grateful for it. Alan, I'm gonna cry. That's the goal. Okay. Um, I don't know the best gift I've ever given, but a really good gift that I gave recently was like I donate to this charity called Oxfam. This is a plug for Oxfam. They're super cool. And but not that we're sponsored by them. We do this of our own accord. Yeah. And they, every year for like around Christmas time, they do things where you can like buy a cause, like, and then they give you a card that you can give to someone else and it's like a present. And I like donated some money and paid for like a female entrepreneur to start a business or whatever. And then I gave part of that card to like each of my family members. But on the inside, I wrote like sweet things like, 
women empower the world and like you're a strong woman in my life and you empower my life and things like that. And I gave it to my sister and she actually like cried on Christmas Day. And I was like, that's so cool. It was touching. Alan is touching. (laughs) Okay. Next question. This is kind of a two tiered question. Have you ever been jealous of your best friend? And this is not on there, but who's your best friend, Alan? Who is my best friend? That's that's a hard question. You only get one. Only one best friend? Only one. I'd say, I'd say probably my best friend, or perhaps we should say my bestest friend. My bestie. I would say it is my good friend, Charlie. Charlie and I have been friends for as long as we can remember. Aww. He's so cool. We we grew up together, but now now we live really far apart, and it makes us really sad. So sometimes we try to see each other. So me and him, so he came down and saw me in January, and he is my best friend. Have you ever been jealous of him? Um, he has brothers to play with, which I was kind of jealous of. Right. I was like, cool. I just have my older sister, and I'm like, cool. Cool, she's, Lauren. She's kind of cool. She slept on my couch once. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that when I was in the hospital. Yeah, when you were in the hospital. Totes forgot about that. We'll have to get into that in another podcast. Next time. Next time. Look forward to it. Okay, it's not. Now you ask. Oh, oh. S- same, same question. Okay. Who is your best friend and have you ever been jealous of them? Wow. Well, this is a really hard question to answer. <laughs> um... So I feel like if I don't say that Rachel Fern is my best friend, she might be a little bit upset. But recently I became best friends with Jeff Eads. That's understandable. He's a really cool guy. He is so cool. So he's my best friend. And I tell almost everyone that I know, including my comm professor and everyone in my comm class and pretty much anyone who will listen, that Jeff Eads is my best friend. Ah, that's, That's pretty cool. And if I've ever been jealous of him, I don't know. If if I'm jealous of him, it's probably that I'm jealous of how much fun he is because he's the most fun person I've ever met. I heard that one time the Pope met Jeff Eads and the Pope kissed Jeff Eads' ring. Is that so? Yeah. Oh my God, I never knew that. That sounds that sounds pretty true. Sounds like a Dos Equis commercial. Shh. We're not promoting alcohol. No. Even though it sounds 21st. Hashtag drank. I've okay. been drinking. We will definitely promote Beyonce on here. Go watch Formation. Okay, next question. Or any Beyonce song, really. Yeah, true. Especially Love on Top. That's a great song. Oh, my gosh. When she starts climbing that scale, I'm like, girl, get it. And when she's changing outfits every time, you're like, oh, man. And it's so so it's both audio stimulation and visual stimulation. Really, what more do you need? You, You don't. Beyonce is perfect. She really is. That is is why they call her Bay, Because she is before all else in the music industry. She's Bay once. Before anyone else wants. No one can come close to Beyonce. So true. Except for Jesus. Yeah. This is a plug for Jesus. He's cool. Okay. Next question. What's your favorite or least favorite word? But I'm going to change that to what's your favorite and your least favorite word? My least favorite word is the C word, which we've already discussed. Children. Ugh. Let's be clear that the C word here is children. <laughs> what else would the C word be? We're not going to say it. 
<laughs> What's your favorite word? My favorite word, which you've also discussed on the show, is assart. Oh, right. Right. Is to assart. In case you assartin. in case you don't remember from earlier, that is when you clear forest land for farms. Because I think that's a fun word. Like assart. Like I didn't know there was a word for that until just this past week. But now that I know there's a word, I'm gonna try to make it a point to use the word assart as often as possible. So Aisha, what are your favorite and least favorite words? I don't think about this question often. My favorite word, eh, I don't know, coffee. My least favorite word. That's understandable. Not coffee. So true, Aisha. Okay, so there's... That was so relatable. (laughs) There's like a million other questions, so we're going to smash through these as fast as possible. This is like speed round. Okay. Okay, so it says sitcom, but we're going to go with book. If you wrote a book about your life, what would you name it? Alan's Adventures. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that was so good. Oh my god. What would you name your book, Aisha? We don't have time. There's not we've enough already, time. We, There's already, not enough time. Alan, stop. We've already established this. Um it's co-named by Rachel Fern and John Craft. It's called Freckles of Your Fear. Um I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Uh yeah. Sounds sad. Okay. Next question. What was your biggest achievement before you turned ten? Before I turned 10, um, probably being potty trained. That was a huge achievement. Way to go. What was I'm your really biggest glad. achievement before you turned 10? Probably surviving bacterial meningitis. I'm not dead. so That's that's so good. Yeah. Okay. Tell me every nickname you've ever had and how you got them. Don't tell me how you got them. Just tell me them. Uh, there's Allie, Big Al. Big Al. Big Al. <laughs> Don't uh, forget Len. Len. <laughs> Al pal. You're my Al pal. I, th- I that's all I'm thinking of. What okay. are you what are some of your nicknames? In uh, um middle school my n- Not that about how you got them. Just what are they? Aisha? I'm not going to tell you. But in middle school my nickname was Genevieve. I don't know why. Weird. And the only my okay, my family calls me Isha or Ish. And then um, Dion calls me Momo, and Tony Lee calls me Ish Easy, and then my friends from high school call me Yasha. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Next question. Tell. Uh, what do you most fear? Um, We're getting vulnerable. I mean, the C word's definitely up there. I fear them a lot. Also, heights. I don't. I don't like heights. Heights. They do scare you- me. Did you do any hiking that involved heights? I did, and it was it was scary, but I overcame my fears. I'm proud of you. Thanks. What's your greatest fear? The vast unknown. So true. Like so the true. beach. Ew. Scary. <laughs> yeah, okay. there's people there. What is the best possible thing I could ever do for you? Not that I ever will, but just in case I ever need to know. Just be my friend. Perfect. I can do that. Thanks. You're the best. Okay, now ask ask me the question. What's the best thing you could ever do for me? I t- t- sorry. What's the Always best thing I could ever do for you? Bring me coffee. Oh. I'll I'll see what I can do. The next question is super inappropriate cuz it's off glamorous smitten, so we will not be answering it. Um 
the, the question after that is what was the first thought you had when you saw me for the first time? You can tell these questions are meant for people that are dating. <laughs> <laughs> and we're not dating, just so we're clear. Just so we're clear. We're not dating, nor will we ever. Never. Never, ever. Okay, go. I thought, man, I've seen her around before, but I don't really know her. Good. I like it that way. Um, The first thought I ever had when I saw you was, I don't know, probably like, that guy is really tall. I'm not that tall. I'm average height. Well, I'm 5'4", so everyone's tall to me. I'm I'm 6'3". That's about average. You're right. Average. <laughs> okay. It's the average of my life. Next question. If you could have a second home somewhere, where would it be? Well, probably London. London seems pretty cool. Where nice. would you have a second home? I'd have a second home in Muncie, because why would you want to live anywhere but Muncie? That's so true. <laughs> Muncie's great. Okay. Hey. This is the last question. Oh, I had something to say, but you can Oh, go ahead. Up. Sorry, but I my phone's going to die, so go ahead. I was going to talk about how you and I are both going on a mission trip to Muncie this spring break. Uh, Yes, with our producer, Matt Kimball. It's going to be so Hashtag Matty J. Hashtag yes. Okay, last question. How would you spend your last day if you knew you only had one more to live? Hashtag you only live once. Hashtag Drake. Well, I would not spend it drinking as you so implied. No, I said Drake as in like the rapper. Oh, he's pretty cool. Yeah, he coined YOLO. So Hotline Bling's a good song. Oh and he God. was on Degrassi. Degrassi's a good song. Hotline uh, Bling. Okay. Degrassi's a good show. Uh, how would you spend your last day? I would spend it living life to the fullest. What does that even mean? I have no idea, but uh, I would figure it out if the time came. Okay. One right. time I was afraid when I was in the hospital, but like I said, we're discussing that later. Right. Next episode. When you, when you almost Hashtag died. episode two. Hashtag episode two. Hashtag please come back. Hashtag please. <laughs> okay. Now, now you ask me the question. Okay. okay. If you had a one day left to live, well, what would you do? It's just so hard to answer. It is. Like, I would die. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would probably spend my last day living, drinking coffee, of course. Well, naturally. And I'd probably listen to, like, Hotline Bling and watch the video over and would over Would you listen to the parody from SNL starring Donald Trump, our no, future president? Absolutely not. Don't even say that. No, I Hashtag would not. Hashtag Trump 2016. Does Trump look like Drake? No, it's not him. They're not the same. Drake no, is better. No, they had the someone else pretending to be Drake. I don't Drake. care. And then I Trump was also it's in it. It's not Drake. It's not Hotline Bling. I don't care. Hashtag Trump. Hashtag Drake. And Trump. Hashtag Drake. Yeah. I think do do you hashtag Dramp. Do we have anything else to talk about? Um, I don't think so. I don't think so either. So I feel like that concludes the first episode of this podcast. Goodbye until next time. Bye forever. Bye, Felicia. Bye. Bye. <laughs>